Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Welcome to Laugh, episode 203, a wee laugh for the December 23rd weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table, as always, is Richard Lusk. Yay. How are you, sir? Great. Uh, we have made it through another year of podcasting, and the last wee laugh of the year is upon us. Oh, wow. But we're going out in spectacular fashion. There are actually five movies we have to talk about because um, some we have three movies coming out on Wednesday and then two on Friday. Uh, ahead of the Christmas rush. Yeah, so you're going to get this podcast before Wednesday. Yeah. Or else all of it will be for no purpose. Are you one of those people that likes to go and see a movie in theaters on Christmas Day? No, not on Christmas Day. Christmas Day is for, you know, family. Well, not, some families go and see a movie. Or, you know, you do your Patriot duty like my wife and I did, and we saw the interview. I think I saw, the last movie I saw on Christmas Day was Godfather 3. Oh, but you stay home and watch. No, I went to the theaters to see oh, okay. Godfather okay. 3. My mistake. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you think I'm a lot younger than I actually am. Uh, no, I thought that's how you spent Christmas last year. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I, I, we watch Christmas Vacation every year. Not as a family, but we used to do that for a lot of uh, my you know early adulthood. I think it came out in like 1987. And then mm-hmm. after that, we watched it probably like six or seven years in a row. It's a stellar movie. Fair enough. It's a stellar Christmas movie. Well, speaking of things that are stellar and space, uh, Passengers comes out on Wednesday, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt as um, two colonists who wake up like 100 years too early on a spaceship that's flying off to colonize a new planet. Mm -hmm. And there's something wrong with the spaceship. And only the two of them can save the day. It's from director Morton Tildum who did Imitation Game, which we both enjoyed two years ago. Yeah, he also did Norway's best movie of the last ten years, Headhunters. Oh, yeah, I still need to catch up with that Come one. Come on, man. Got to get on it. That's what you should be doing on Christmas Day, watching Headhunters. I might. Um, <laughs> this is points. rated PG-13, has a runtime just under two hours. Uh, early Ron Tomato scores are not overwhelming on this. Yeah, they're not, they're not positive. But they're uh, actually better than the other movie that we're going to talk about. <laughs> One of the other movies, surprisingly. Uh, you saw the trailer, didn't care for it. Maybe. I saw the trailer and was blown away. Yeah, I wonder. Well, you also liked Gravity. That's like been your favorite movie the last 10 years in The Martian. Yeah. So. I, I'm ready for this one. Uh, uh, did okay. you like Tomorrowland? Because I saw a lot of Tomorrowland in this. I, I didn't really care for Tomorrowland. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I could kind of see what you're saying with Tomorrowland. But... Um, also coming out this weekend, Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. I wanted to talk all about Jennifer Lawrence and, oh, and go, Chris go, Pratt. We didn't even mention the other guys. Stuff. Well, Jennifer, did you know she left school two, two years early? She left high school. high school two years early? Yeah. And listener Nicole C.'s daughter also did that. So, I mean, logically, if, if we follow that, then Nicole C. will, in a few years, have a millionaire movie actress daughter. 
So way to go, Nicole so C. Jennifer Lawrence left school early to go do what the Bill Ingrell show on TBS. No, I think she'd already been doing that. I think okay. she left to go do Winter's Bone. But uh and then what do you think of Chris Pratt? I like him. I think he's solid actor. Uh liked him in Magnificent Seven, Jurassic World, he was amazing right. in. Isn't he oh, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. two is coming out soon. Yeah, it seems like he's in another movie. He also gives fat guys a reason to be hopeful. If you can just lose the weight, all of a sudden you'll have like amazing good looks. And, and a hot wife. Hot wife, uh, movie career. He's uh, married to Anna Ferris. He's the American Tom Hardy. But I want to see him do some like evil work. I want to see him be a mass murderer or something. I want to see if he has that kind of range. You want to see him in something gritty and R-rated? Yeah. yeah. All right. And then Martin Sheen, Michael Sheen, Michael Sheen, not Martin Sheen. Yeah, you I made, made that, that mistake, mistake last week. Yeah. Uh I didn't know, but he's involved with Sarah Silverman. They're apparently they're an item, and he's going to quit acting, like Jennifer Lawrence quit uh, high school. He's going to quit acting. He says to become a full time social justice warrior opposing Donald Trump. Okay, <laughs> I just that's, thought that that fine. was an interesting tidbit. Yeah, yeah, no. should he? I think he should drop out and become a full time Simon Pegg impersonator. Okay, <laughs> he I, kind I, of looks like Simon Pegg. Okay. That's fine. All right, so anyway, so you're that's not all really I have to say about it, that. But you- no, but I mean, your enthusiasm for one of these two movies is going to have to override and decide because... I uh, honestly asked my wife if she wanted to go see this because I thought it would be a great date movie. And what did she think? She watched the trailer and was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, this movie's just working for me in ways that uh, it's not for other people. But uh, the other big movie that comes out is Assassin's Creed based on the hit video game series. This stars Michael Fassbender reteaming with director Justin Kurzel who mm-hmm. did uh, Macbeth last year. Uh, also in this film is Marion Cotillard and everyone's favorite bad guy, Jeremy Irons. Oh. Who plays okay, evil better him. than Jeremy Irons? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I mean, I hadn't thought about I that. Uh, and the best thing about Jeremy Irons, he's one of those guys who can seem likable at the beginning of the movie and then his character turns out to be evil later on is that what's or he can be evil for the whole thing do we know it do we know what this i'm calling it he's the evil in this film all right because i'm trying to think of a movie with jeremy irons where he's not evil i can't think of anything well okay he always plays yeah i'm trying i I, he was uh wasn't he the guy that killed his wife or something Mm -hmm. sunny von bulow claus von bulow what movie was that that's that's when i picture jeremy irons that's what i picture and then he was also wasn't he a twin or something in some crazy movie where he in was his a own David Cronenberg film? Yeah, I can't. Well, remember and then he also one. played one of the most famous villains in all of screen history. What's or at, that? at least his voice did. He was the voice of Scar in The Lion King. Oh, okay, which is a masterful performance. Okay, so that's how you think of Jeremy Irons, and that's why you're saying this. Oh yeah, I mean there are lots of this. other films he was solid in, Lola, Appaloosa, stuff like that. This um, movie's all over the place on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, when I opened up my little pod my little iPod here. Mm-hmm. It was at 17%. Now it's up to 19%. Oh. And now it just went back down to 18%. So the, the I mean, well, this is a action movie, PG 13, right under two hours. And it's a video game movie. And there really have never been any good video game movies, but yet we keep making them because Could- Warcraft did like $500 million mm-hmm. worldwide. So, well, and you figure built-in audience, they're, I don't know, seven or eight Assassin's Creed games. It seems kind of cool, and there's parkour, running up buildings. Have you played the 
Yeah, I've played a couple of the Assassin's Creed games, and, you know, they're fun. And I can see where there's a certain style, there's a certain uniqueness to them. Mm -hmm. The lead assassin has a hidden blade that can pop out from underneath his forearm, so... Oh, wow, so, spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, that's in the games, it's even in the trailer. But, I mean, there's a lot of stylized things you can do with that. Uh, I think Fazbender, he has a certain athleticism to him. I mean, he's believable as an action star, but... uh, He's got more range than just that. Well, he signed on before a screenwriter or director was hired for this movie. I mean, this is his project. Hmm. Uh, Ubisoft partnered with New Regency to make this movie, and they gave him the opportunity for a lot of creative control to grow the franchise in a specific way. Uh, they've already greenlit, like I think, two more Assassin Creed's movie, Assassin's Creed movies. So um, this is like. To me, though, sort of building a zoo around one person, like one panda or something, and then naming him the director of the zoo. If you give the star all of the... <laughs> no idea where you're going. Well, only that... I mean, you're putting a lot of uh, stock in Fazbender to pull this off, and I, I don't know if he has the same sort of mass appeal as some other, like a Robert Downey Jr. or something like that. But it's like naming Robert Downey Jr. the creative control director of the uh of the iron man movies similar Favreau? to that i think it started with favreau but now it's a marvel property it's like yeah. I, I think he's got a lot of control so i don't know i'm not bashing uh fazbender at all i just that's a lot of that's a lot to put on one guy so i don't know oh true I um, guess, uh, but they Tom did Cruise something also. similar with uh prince of persia eight years ago which failed jake gyllenhaal it didn't fail it didn't fail box office because of it made its money back. Yeah, it? and international did very well. And I mean, it wasn't enough for them to greenlight a sequel, but that movie made its money back. Apparently, so. there's something like sixty video game movies in some form of production, including Call of Duty, which apparently has th- two or three movies in pre-production. Maybe of any uh, video games that are coming out, or of any video games that you've played. Or that you're interested in, because you play a lot more than I do. Which movie would you want to see? Which video game property turned into? Earthbound. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if that's on the list. It's an old RPG from uh, Super Nintendo days. It's just kind of got a crazy story, and you could have kids. Okay. It it kind of works. for me. (laughs) Nibbler would be yours. I like that. No, it works in, uh, what was the series on uh, Netflix this summer? Um, The Uh, throwback to the 80s. Stranger Things. Okay. I think uh, Earthbound could be a more action-oriented Stranger Things type of storyline. Last film coming out on Wednesday is Sing. This is an animated film from DreamWorks, I believe. Uh, Stars Matthew McConaughey as a koala bear named Buster Moon, who has one final chance to restore his theater to its former glory by producing the greatest singing championship Ever. (laughs) Uh, Reese Witherspoon voices in this, Seth MacFarlane, a whole bunch of other talent. Reese Witherspoon is the best actress named after a candy bar. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Is she a singer? Yeah, she does sing in this. She's one of the pids. Sometimes they play voices, like different characters will play the voice, and then some. I believe she is singing in this. Really? Yeah. Uh, Seth MacFarlane has a wonderful voice. I know he can sing, yeah. So, I mean, this seems to try to hit on that niche of American Idol, The Voice. It's animated, so children will like it. This might win the box office. You think this unseats Star Wars and only its second? It's, it's Star Wars' second week? It's possible. 
it is possible. Star Wars is going to drop off 50% at least, so they'll be at 75 million. This might make 100 million. My predictions have been way off, but it is a it is coming out around Christmas and it is the only like kids movie. So, and we really haven't had kids movies since uh, Fantastic Beasts. I'm and making that was a prediction. Eighty million that wins the box office. Oh wow, that's bold. I don't think Star Wars falls that much. Really? All right. I think I was Star completely Wars off last still week. mates north of a hundred million. But all right. I, so the contestants who emerge are a mouse, an elephant, a pig, a gorilla, and a porcupine. Who wins? Who the gorilla? You think the gorilla wins? I think that's probably voiced by Taron Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you say wins? I think it's got to be it's either the it's either the mouse or the elephant. No, the pig or the elephant. <laughs> well, it's got. To, I don't think the gorilla will win because the gorilla is a boy, and I think they they need women a- actors to win or female voices to be heard in animated movies. In animated is where movies, we need yeah, for our diversity is. to go. So you're interested in seeing the singing competition no, movie? No, this is like an animated Christopher Guest movie. I guess yeah. It's I like can a see sp- that. <laughs> so, uh, what skill would you perform at a talent show? Juddling. You would? See, when you said you were going to go buy some bats, apparently to protect yourself, I thought you were going to buy bats so that you could learn how to juggle bats. I can That's juggle, what I told everybody. I can juggle clubs already. Yeah, but bats, full-size bats, 42-inch long bats. Who uses a 42-inch long bat? Isn't that what the... 32, probably. 34 is a pretty long bat. I don't know. I hang out with some tall baseball players. I'm just saying. Um, I could juggle bats. Huh. I, th- I thought you would have said either magic... Or juggling, or I, I don't know. I'm a man uh, of many talents. Yeah. What would you do? R- uh, interpretive dance. Oh, I'm buying my ticket now. Um, or baton twirling. Isn't that the go-to one? Right. <laughs> baton twirling. There's other movies coming out, though, on Friday. Not just on Wednesday. There's, What's one actually, of them? Since you have me just dumbfounded with your interpretive <laughs> dance while twirling a baton. <laughs> Or you could combine them and do like rhythmic gymnastics like Will Ferrell did in uh, old school. That could be our next fundraiser at Metroville. We could get some serious coin in the bank if you were willing to do that. <laughs> okay. All right. This is an interesting movie. Uh, I've seen it advertised a few times and when I'm, I go to the movies a lot with my dads. With my dads. <laughs> I go to the movies a lot with my father. And he actually laughs at some of the lines in this trailer when she normally doesn't. But the movie coming out this week end on Friday the 23rd is Why Him? Starring Brian Cranston and uh, James Franco. And then I, I don't know who the f- the female... Zoe Dooch. I don't know who that is. I don't, I've don't. i never seen her in anything. So I uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just don't know much about her, but I know a lot about Franco. Some. And I don't think I saw that movie. Is yeah. it a musical? No, it was uh, Howard Linklater. Okay. I think his film about the college baseball team that came out earlier this year. All right. Fair enough. This is um, directed and written by John Hamburg, who did Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers. And it's a lot like that. It seems to be swimming in the same waters as that. He also did uh, I Love You, Man, Along Came Polly, Zoolander, and Two-Lander. So there's a lot of comedic uh, talent, including Brian Cranston, a, a Ryan Bull fave. I do like the Cran. And uh, James Franco starring as Laird, a Silicon Valley billionaire who has to win over Ned, Ned or Brian Cranston's Ned, overprotective but loving dad. So what, what do you think? Where are you I'm not with looking this? forward to this really? film. It feels way too improvised. And I thought that before I started doing research and I found out Megan Malay 
who's playing the wife of Brian Cranston in the film, said the cast was given free reign to improvise. As okay. such, this 90-minute movie produced over 240 hours of film. Wow. That's way hopefully too much they improv. Shot it, hopefully way they shot it digitally. Much. But it's not all going to be out there. I think this is only 92 minutes. No, but minutes. I, I, <laughs> I don't like comedy that's improv as a general rule. And this just feels like a whole bunch of, let's just be zany. But if you if you didn't know that, would you have... I felt that from watching the trailer. <laughs> no, I felt on. like this was a heavily improv movie. All well, right. I also know that that's what uh, Jonah Hill, who worked on the story, likes to do a lot of. James Franco's the uh, same way. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take a pass on this R-rated comedy. All right. Well, I'm I'm mildly interested in it, and mainly because of James Franco. Now, I said that... I don't know if I said this or not, but I thought Brian... Or uh, Pratt, Chris mm-hmm. Pratt. He's a pretty hardworking guy, but James Franco is the hardest working man in show business right now. He's got like 37 directing credits on IMDb. Oh, wow. And 17 movies right now are currently in various stages of production. They're all coming out next year. He's got more than one movie a month coming out next year. He's 38 years old, has over 200 credits on IMDb, directing, acting, writing, Um He's the white Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and then Brian Cranston, I mean, he's incredibly talented. But what you were saying about R-rated movies and R-rated like comedies, I'm just not into because they deal with two themes. Male genitalia mutilation and or <laughs> and or drug humor. And they're the, the two worst things as far as I'm concerned in terms of their impact on society. <laughs> I think Fair with enough. so you're not looking forward to this movie now. You're just going to let your dad go. No, by no, himself. I agree with you. He's going to have to go all by himself. All right. Fair Two enough. things I like least in comedies: uh, mutilation. The last movie coming out for this weekend is Fences from director Denzel Washington. This is his third time in the director's chair, and this is an early favorite to win some serious uh, award show gold. Mm-hmm. It's already won some after uh, Australian yeah. film acting awards. Yeah, uh, this stars Denzel Washington playing the title character of an American, uh, an African American father who struggles with race relations in the United States during the 1950s. This was originally a stage play by August Wilson, who wrote a play about the African American experience for every decade of the 20th century, and this is arguably his most successful play. It's the one most well known, and I read it, I think, 10 years ago. Are you? Are you sure like it's race relations? I thought it was like a father-son sort of thing. There's some father-son stuff, but the father's also upset that his son is getting more opportunities than he had. Right. Oh, and, and because he was uh because of the racial Yeah. I think that's climate that he in. grew yeah. up in. Okay. So there's okay. Uh, uh, all right. He's now, kind of bitter to his saying. son because of his right. son having all these opportunities. Cuz the way you were talking about yeah. it, I thought you maybe you were suggesting it was a lot like loving. No, no, but it's, not in that way. It seems more like a family drama than a yeah. big, uh, important drama. Viola Davis is also in this film. Uh, I think we both agreed she was the bright spot in Suicide Squad earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. Great, because the light was gray instead of black. I yeah. think this is a role that Denzel Washington was made to do. He won uh, a Tony Award for it. Yeah, uh, James Earl Jones originally won a Tony uh, when the fir- when the play first hit Broadway back uh-huh. in i think the 80s oh uh, yeah i don't know so I, I think it would have hit before that but maybe not it wasn't it written in like the 50s 
fifties or sixties. I, I didn't think it was written that long. Uh, right. I, I could be wrong. I really enjoyed well, the play the when 50s. I read it. I, I would have loved to see it with the original cast. Apparently they're bringing back the cast from the revival that Denzel Washington right. was in that revival won a whole bunch of Tony gold. Viola Davis won a Tony. Also. Yeah. Um, I think this movie gets nominated for best picture. I could see it picking up some acting categories as well. Yeah, it'll probably get the so. at least best actress and best. I, I can see that. I, yeah. And the the kids are interested in it too. Like, and the kids aren't usually interested in drama type movies, but sometimes I do show them the trailers of movies that are coming out because I didn't know it was coming out before uh, Christmas yeah. uh, or even in this year. I thought it was coming out next year. I think I made that mistake or that faux pas on a We Laugh a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I feel like they've uh, consistently moved up the release schedule and it having it span to more and more theaters because there's been so much positive feedback on this film. Will this movie be the best movie ever set in Pittsburgh? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other movies set in Pittsburgh. Well, no. The fish that saved Pittsburgh. No, I can think of a movie I, I probably would like better. What's that? Me and Earl and the dying girl. Yeah, that's a good one. The, uh, the deer hunter set in Pittsburgh too. Oh yeah. That's yeah. classic. But so. there's not, there aren't very many movies set in Pittsburgh. All right, so I can tell you that. five movies come out this weekend. We're probably going to be reviewing Assassin's Creed. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Sounds good. Um, we'll probably both be watching Fences at some point during the winter holiday, but we'll wait to do a review when we get towards award season. All right, so we're taking a break for Christmas. There will be no We Laugh coming out for the week of the 28th, and who knows what we're going to be reviewing coming up soon. Yeah, but we'll probably have that review out sometime. I might have to see Assassin's Creed just so that I can compare it to our last episode with this with the star wars because i want to see what, what kind of a pass you give to assassin's creed that you wouldn't let to star wars all, all right, right. That, that, that's fine you convinced me i'm looking forward or to I assassin's convinced, creed i convinced me way more than star wars so right. um thank you for joining me Eltran. well thank you mr bull and happy holidays to you, <laughs> merry xmas to you there be dragons pox that bonum everybody Thank you.